Welcome folks to another comedy episode in the Geezer Gus Presents series of classic comedy radio shows. Today we go into our radio vault again and bring to you a classic comedy episode from the very popular Amos and Andy radio show. This episode is titled Andy the Sailor. This episode originally aired in 1945. The Amos and Andy radio show was a wildly popular radio program that aired from 1928 to 1960. The show was initially set in Chicago, but was later changed to Harlem. Early episodes were broadcast from the El Mirador Hotel in Palm Springs, California. Today's episode is brought to you by BoomerFlix.com. At BoomerFlix, you can watch thousands of the old classic television shows, and the classic movies you grew up with. Give BoomerFlix.com a visit. You'll just love watching the old shows and movies again. Also, be sure to visit GeezerGus.com to see and listen to all the show categories and episodes. If you can, you can help GeezerGus keep this podcast up and running, by becoming a Patreon supporter at the support link below. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this fun Amos and Andy episode titled, Andy the Sailor. The Amos and Andy Show! Now, our stars, Amos and Andy. Well, the seemingly impossible has happened. Andy Brown, Harlem's number one Casanova, has been unable for the past two weeks to get himself a date. It seems that the young ladies of Harlem refuse to go out with a man who is consistently broke and spends little or no money on them. Andy has been on the phone now for two hours, going through his little black address book in alphabetical order. Well, that take care of the L's. Let me turn over here to the M's here. M. Emily. I think I'll call her. I hope this Emily remembers me. She's a high-class gal. Society... I'll show them Harlem highbrows. Max Garage and Auto Works. Uh, say, would you mind calling Emily Smith to the phone? She works in the grease pits. <laughs> okay, okay. I can give you anything but love, baby. Hello. Oh, hello, Emily. This is Andy Brown. Do you remember me? Andy Brown? Why, you cheap. Penny-pinching, no good ignorant bum. Oh, then you do's remember me, huh? You got some nerve calling me after that last date. I don't ever want to see you again. Goodbye. Oh, me. Why is it that I always... Oh, hello, fella. Bill, how is it, Anna? Hi there, son. Say, you kind of look down in the dumps. What's the trouble? Uh, oh, I can tell you the trouble. Look on his face there. It's gals, ain't it, Andy? Oh, I can't get a date with nobody. Boy, what I'd give to have a date with a good-looking gal. Take her out dancing to some good music, trip to light fanatic and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Say, Andy, that sailor friend of yours, Joe, that's bunking with you doing this furlough, he seems to go out with a lot of gals and have a good time. Why don't you try to catch his overflow? Well... <laughs> Being a sailor, he can get in that Harlem canteen. They got two bands there playing all the time, lots of entertainment, 
plenty of food, and the whole thing is on the house, free, for nothing, gratis. And the best part of it all is there ain't no charge. <laughs> hey, well, that sounds like about the right price range for you, Andrew. Oh, boy, I'd like to go there. You know, maybe I ought to join the Navy. Yeah, fine sailor you'd make. Yeah. Andy is ready to fight the, the last man at the Harlem Canteen, ain't you, son? Well, I'll fight him. Don't worry. And uh, maybe this fella Joe can get a date for you. Oh, listen. All he'd do is aggravate me. While I is sitting up in my room with no money and no gals, he is going out every night. Then he come home and tell me what a great time he done had. I just can't stand listening to no more. Hey, look, Andy. Here comes your pal Joe walking in now. Oh, yeah. Hello, fellas. How are you? Well, hello there, Joe. Hiya, Joe. Andy, did I just have a date with a gorgeous little gal? I met her at the Harlem Canteen, and oh boy, was she gorgeous. Look, Joe, I don't care if the gal was gorgeous. Don't come around here tell me that stuff. I'm going to, uh, 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 how gorgeous was she? <laughs> well, let me give you an idea, son. Yeah. You know the man that wrote Cherche La Femme? Yeah. Well, this must have been the film he was Cherchezing for. <laughs> Ah, that was a little sweet meat if ever I seed one. And after we come back from dancing, me and her sat on the sofa together and... Oh, boy! Oh, look, Joe, I don't want to hear another word about you two on the sofa. Yeah, we don't want to hear nothing about that no more, Joe. We sure don't, that's right. Don't want to hear no more about you and the, and, and the gal on the sofa. No. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you another thing. Uh, uh, we don't want to hear no more about it, you Well, see? all right, Andy, let's forget all about it then. Yeah, well, that suits oh. me fine. I, I'm on, t uh, did she snuggle with you? Oh, boy. Oh. Yeah, uh, Andy, you better wipe the chin off there. I think you're drooling at the mouth a little bit. <laughs> yeah, Andy's in bad shape there. Unlike yourself, Andy, your day will come. One thing more I got to tell you, Andy. This gal has got the greatest little figure I ever seen. Why well, take this gal in preference to Venus de Milo any day? You would? Why, sure. Well, look, Joe, you don't need two gals. How about letting me take out this Venus de Milo? Say, <laughs> Andy, Venus de Milo is a statue. Uh, listen, in Andy's position, he can't afford to be choosy. <laughs> Say, Andy, the reason I dropped in was I wondered if you'd do me a favor. Yeah. You see, I've been on the go so much that I just ain't had time to get my other uniform press. Now, it's up in the room. When you goes back there, would you have it pressed for me? Yeah, I guess so. Thanks a lot, old boy. You as a pal. All you got to do is just take it to the tailor and get the pleats reaped, the collar fluffed, the flaps snapped, the cuffs stuffed, the creases sharp, the seams reamed, the buttons shined, and the ribbons clean. And get it right so I won't be late tomorrow night for my special date. And now I see it's time to fly, so I will say goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> well, I got to get going, too, so I'll see you all later. So long. Oh, me. Well, it looked like I'm in for another dull evening. I wish I was in uniform. Then I could go to the Harlem Canteen like Joe do. Yeah, the place sounds great all right, Brother Anna. Well... Guess I better get on home and get his sailor suit pressed, because I'm going to uh, 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 say, Kingfish, I just got an idea. And uh, we're ahead of you. You're figuring on wearing Joe's sailor suit and going to the canteen yourself. That's exactly right. And it wouldn't be unpatriotic, neither, because I wouldn't eat none of the food. 
All I want to do is dance a couple of dances with a gal again to take away this lonely feeling. Andy, you think you can get away with it? Oh, sure. I'll just be one sailor among all the others there. And if they ask me what ship I'm from, I'll say the USS Williamsport. That's Joe's ship. Yeah. Kingfish, come on home with me while I put on a uniform. Then I'll go over to the Harlem Canteen. Well, there's the canteen up ahead there, Kingfish. Say, how did this uniform look on me? Yeah, well, them pants are kind of tight on you, all right. Uh, don't look like the Navy is geared for much stooping. Uh, well, here's the place. Yeah, I'll leave you, Anna, and good luck to you, and don't get caught. Don't worry, Kingfish. Good evening, sailor, and come right in. Oh, yes, sir, yes, sir. Ship ahoy and all that stuff. You don't know it, buddy, but we got a big surprise in store for you. Yes, sir. A big surprise? Uh, I gotta go. I just remembered I left the light burning in the boiler of the ship. Oh, no. No, no, you're not getting away from us now. Oh, Mr. Edwards, here he is. What, you've got him? Really? Well, we've been looking forward to this for a long time. What's your name, sailor? Well, Andrew H. Brown. I better be running along uh, now. What's your ship? Uh, the, the USS Williamsport. Uh, but I can explain everything, Miss Honest, I can. I didn't mean no harm. Harm? <laughs> Listen to that, Sam. Harm. <laughs> oh, this is a big day for you, Brown. And we're happy to welcome you. Oh, please, mister. I'll come back tomorrow. Brown, yes. allow me be, uh, to be the first to congratulate you on being the one millionth man to enter the Harlem canteen since its opening. And in honor of being the millionth man, you're going to be our guest for a whole week in a suite at the Harlem Plaza Hotel. Yeah. I'm going to take you over there right now. And, of course, we have a lot of parties planned for you, and there'll be more publicity than you ever dreamed of. What have you got to say to that? Gentlemen, you wouldn't want to hear it. <laughs> Now let's listen to the Mystic Knights of the Sea Quartet singing Candy. Let's talk about candy. Yum, yum. I call my sugar candy. Yum, yum. Because I'm sweet on candy. Candy sweet on me. She understands me. My understanding candy. And candy's always handy. never been in such an awful mess in my whole life. Being this millionth service man, I, I don't know what to do about the thing. Yeah, you say you don't spend the night at the Harlem Plaza Hotel? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Harlem Plaza Hotel, that's a very exclusive place, ain't it, Henry? Yes, they got a rule there that nobody's permitted in the lobby and their stocking feet. <laughs> oh, me. 
I think I'm going back there and confess everything to him. Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Now, Andy, just hold yourself down. Now, don't get no crazy ideas in your head. Mm. You can't do that. Yeah, you are really in trouble if you do a thing like that. Yes, that's right, Andy. It'll go very hard with you. My advice is to keep up the masquerade till the thing blows over, which ought not to be more than a couple of days. Yeah, that's all you got to do, Andy. Yeah, but in that time, they're going to find out that I ain't no sailor. I don't know nothing about sailor talk or how to act like a sailor or yeah, nothing. Well, else. That, that, that ain't nothing to worry about. Now, all you got to do is listen to a couple of people there, like me and Henry here. We can help you with that, can't we? Why, certainly, Andy. You know, I used to own a yatch myself many years ago. A yatch, Henry, you say? Oh, yes, yes. As a matter of fact, I can still remember launching the thing. Yeah, that's great. Uh, is that right, Henry? Uh, you mean one of them regular launchings where you break the bottle of champagne over the thing? Well, no, not exactly. This was rather a small boat. As, as I recall it, we launched it with a short beer. Uh, uh, one of the most important things you've got to know, Henry, is what kind of a sailor you is. Now, you know, every sailor is a specialist. Now, uh, everyone, uh, that, that's the way they go, you see. Uh, they got special duties. Yeah, well, how was I going to find that out? How yeah, about insignia on your sleeve there? Let me see. Your, let me, hold up your arm there, that other one there. Let me see it. Oh, this. You mean yeah, this signia right there? Yeah, that signia there. Yeah, uh, what is that thing? Yeah, mm, got an anchor on it there. Yeah, well, what does that mean? Well, that's simple, Andy. Uh... It means that when the ship pulls into the harbor, you is what they throw overboard. Yeah. <laughs> well, now, just a minute, just a minute. Kingfisher, uh, is you sure of that? Yeah, well, all I know is what I see on your sleeve there, and there you got the anchor there. Yeah, well, listen, fellas, you know, maybe if you can learn me enough of this stuff, why, I could pass for a sailor for a few days and not get in no trouble. Yeah, it's your only chance, Andy. That's the only thing you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing I better do now is call up the Harlem Plaza Hotel. They don't know where I is, and they might go down to the boat looking for me. Then they'd really get wise to me. Let me get to that telephone. Yeah, go ahead, Dad. Telephone and find out everything. Yeah. You fellas can learn me all this Navy talk, and I can get the thing all down pat you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, hello, uh, Harlem Plaza Hotel. Take it easy now, son. Uh, this is Seaman Brown, the millionth man and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I just want to tell, uh... What is that? Push them veins back in your head there. I don't like the way you... <laughs> there he is? Uh, when? Oh, me. Yeah, well, thanks. Goodbye. Uh, what's the matter, Andy? You look sick. I is sick. The cantino officials is having a party for me. Well, what's the matter with that, Andy? Yeah. Well, so that my shipmates can get in on the fun. There's having the party right on my ship, the USS Williamsport. Uh-oh. Uh, Andy, if you goes aboard that ship, they'll find that you was a phony in one minute. Yes, now you was really in hot water, Andy. Oh, me. They sent in a canteen official over to the hotel at 2 o'clock to pick me up and take me down to the boat. Yeah, well, Andy, I was afraid that you was going to learn Navy talk now and not the best kind. Well, 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 what must I do, fellas? What must I do? Anna, there's only one thing for you to do. Now, you're in trouble, and you might as well come to your senses. Mm. The only thing for you to do is go over and see your lawyer, Gabby Gibson. Maybe he can help you. Hello there, Gabby. Andy Brown, what in the world are you doing in that sailor suit? Well, uh, that's what I come over here to talk to you about. I knew he was scraping the bottom of the barrel, but... 
<laughs> I didn't know he was looking under it. <laughs> listen, Gabby, listen here. I ain't in the Navy. You ain't? Oh, I get it. You just like to wear sailor suits. And it looks cute on you, too. Mighty cute. Look here, Gabby. I come here to get your help. Be delighted to help you, Andy boy. Be delighted to help you. I'll meet you at your house tonight. We'll float submarines together in your bathtub. <laughs> listen, Gabby. This is a real sailor suit I got on. I done barred it so I could get in the canteen. And it was just my luck that I was the one millionth man that walked in there. Now they're going to give me a party aboard a ship, and I'm going to be found out just as sure as anything. Now listen, Gabby, you was a smart lawyer. I'll give you $5 if you help me out. It's a deal, Andy. And Gabby, if I'm going to pay you $5, I want you to do a good job on this case. Oh, I'll do a third job, Andy. Yes, indeed, a third job. Now, where's my Navy law book? I got a complete law library here. Oh, here he is, my Navy law book. Let me look in now. I really got to do some research on this case. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Andy, did you know that Seabiscuit run the mile in the quarter in 201 and the fifth? <laughs> Listen, Gabby, I thought you said that was a Navy law book. Oh, oh, oh yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> I can't understand why the Navy's interested in Seabiscuit. Oh, maybe I ought to get myself another lawyer. Oh, no, Andy, wait a minute now, wait a minute. I got an idea. I got an idea right in the back of my head here. Yeah, well, lean forward and let it roll out of your mouth. Will no, you? All right, all right. Andy, what you got to do is get some friend of yours to dress up like a high-ranking Naval officer. And just before you're ready to leave for the party on the boat with whoever's going to take you there, have this friend of yours bust into the room and order you out on special duty right away. Oh, have somebody dress up as a naval officer and order me off on special duty. Hey, Gabby, I think you got something there. Maybe Shorty will do it for me. Only one thing you got to watch out for in having a friend of yours play the part of a high-ranking naval officer. They're allowed to give you the Navy Combat Medal. The Navy Combat Medal. The Navy Combat Medal? How you figure that? Well, if the Navy finds you meddling in their business, they're going to come bat you over the head. That's the Navy <laughs> Combat Medal. <laughs> Unlock yourself, will you? This canteen official is going to be here in your hotel room any minute to take you to the boat, and you don't want to be nervous. Look, Kingfish, is you sure the shorty has got everything straight? Oh, certainly, and I done talked to shorty, had a long talk with him. Shorty done agreed to play the part of a naval officer. Now, I got a uniform for him from one of the costume companies, and I got some extra gold braid, and I done give it to him to sew on his sleeve to make sure that he looked like a big officer. Yeah, well, I just hope nothing go wrong. King, if you suppose this fellow that's coming up here asked me how I done got in the Navy, I can't tell him I was drafted, can I? I was too old. Yeah, well, uh, uh, just tell him that you done enlisted in the Navy. Tell him that you used to be a stevedore down on the docks, and you always liked the boats and everything around the water. Yeah, tell him you used to be a stevedore and you enlisted in the Navy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here he is now. Yes. Come in. Uh, how you do, sir? How do you do, gentlemen? How do you do? Remember me, Brown? My name is Edwards. I'm associated with the canteen. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, this is uh, my uncle, George Stevens. Here. He, he just kind of hanging around. Here. Oh, I see. Well, uh, we have a few minutes before we leave for the ship. Do you mind if I sit down? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Mr. Edwards. Make yourself ready. Sit right down there. Thank you. Thank you. By the way, Brown, uh, how did you happen to join up? Uh, oh, uh, well, uh, uh, I was down at the docks. Uh, I used to be a cuspidor. <laughs> A fellow by the name of Steve asked me to join up. Yeah, good old Steve, good old Steve. Well, I won't ask that question again. 
You know, I'm glad it was a sailor who was the one millionth man at the canteen. You see, I was a naval officer in the last war, so uh, I'm a Navy man myself. Oh, uh, you hear that, Andy? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Say, uh, Brown, I'd like to hear a first-hand account of some of the action your ship has been in. Of uh, action? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, I'll never forget that first Jap air raid when I was on board ship. There, four Japs was coming straight at us. Now, without waiting a second, I rushes to the stern. Uh, that's the front of the boat, you know. What? Uh, well, with those planes coming at us, we opened up on them with our anti-aircraft battery. Oh, your five-inch guns. Five-inch? Some of them guns was over six feet long. <laughs> no, I meant the diameter of the bore. That's how guns are measured, the bore. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you're talking about the last war, yeah. Yeah, uh, then what happened in that fight, Dan? The uh, exciting in it was dead was... Uh... Yeah, yeah, so, well, uh, then as the Jap planes start diving toward me, I knocked them right out of the sky with my 10-inch caliber machine gun. Uh, with a 10-caliber machine gun, you could hit nothing. Well, he was shooting at zero. Yeah, I... <laughs> mm, well, I must say that's certainly an amazing experience. In yeah. fact, I find it rather hard to believe. Oh, yeah, so oh, that ain't nothing. Uh, tell him about the big storm you was in, Andy. What big storm? I mean, oh, yeah, 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 uh, the big storm. Oh, yeah, it was a tycoon. Oh, boy. It, it, it hit us all of a sudden. The ship was tossing all over the place, and the water was washing in all over the decks, and the captain yells to me, he says, batten down the hatches, Brown, batten down the hatches. <laughs> then I discovered what a mess we was in. But what was wrong? We was all out of batten. <laughs> oh, yeah, the storm done blowed every bale of the stuff overboard. <laughs> oh, all out of batten. <laughs> you Navy men are all alike. As soon as you get hold of an old sailor like me, you start pulling his leg. All right. Well, I guess we better get started for your ship now, Brown, huh? Yeah, well, let's stay here a while so that I can tell you about... Uh, oh, the door, door, door. I wonder who that could be. wonder who it could be. Say, I'll let the person in and run along. Goodbye and have fun on the boat. Uh, do yourself, Shorty. Uh, why, hello, sir. You sure was a big naval officer, all right. Goodbye. Ahoy there, and, and, and land ho. <laughs> I've I, I got orders for Seaman Brown. Oh, well, I have Seaman Brown. Well, shiver my timbers and swab my throat. <laughs> Seaman Brown, you was hereby assigned a special secret duty at the Brooklyn Navy, uh, uh, over the Jersey submarine, I mean, at the New Haven, uh, at the Portsmouth Guard. Uh, wait a minute, this is secret. Excuse me, sir, but couldn't this wait till tonight? Brown here is to be honored at a party aboard his ship shortly. Sir, you are forgetting there's a war to be won. We, we can't waste a second if he expects to beat Germany. Germany? Germany surrendered weeks ago. Oh, shucks. That's the trouble with this secret work. They never tell me nothing. <laughs> but ne nevertheless, nevertheless, Ralph's got to come with me right away. Those are his orders. Oh, but listen. Oh, I suppose there's nothing else to do but leave. Ah, uh, that's what I like about the Navy. When there's a job to be done, the Navy jumps right in and does it right away. My eyes, that's the United States Navy, all that. And the cases go rolling along. Yes, that's the spirit, all right. That's the spirit. No, it, it makes me proud to think of the millions of boys in blue, trained and ready to fight the enemy, men of the sea with one ambition burning inside them, one purpose, one mind, one thought, women. I mean... Uh, <laughs> 
Well, uh, is we ready, sir? Roger. Roger who? Uh, 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 <laughs> well, uh, goodbye, mister. I'm sorry to take Brown away like this. Just a minute. It's been a pleasure to meet one of our Navy's high officers. Allow me to shake your hand. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, why, oh, why, certainly. Yeah, but I, I got to go now. Uh, uh, what is you holding on to my hand for, Mr. Edwards? What, what, what is you looking at? Hey, why is you looking at my hand like that? Hey, wait a minute. Hey, let me go. Uh, Amos, I uh, just can't understand what could have happened to Andy and Shorty. The plan was certainly foolproof, but, well, here I ain't heard from either one of them since yesterday. Yeah, well, it's your fault if something did go wrong. Uh, you ain't had no business to uh, agree with him in the first place about it being all right to put on somebody else's uniform and go to the canteen. Ain't that right, Henry? Yes, Amos is absolutely right, Kingfish. It was all wrong in the first place. Personally, I think that... Uh, hold it, Henry, hold it. Uh, maybe that's Andy. Uh, maybe the thing worked out all right after all. Wait a minute. Uh, hello, George Kingfish Stevens talking. Hello, Kingfish. This is Andy. Andy? Say, Andy, where has you and Shorty been since yesterday? Something go wrong? I'll say something went wrong. Me and Shorty is both in jail. The thing was going great up till me and Shorty was about to leave, and then that Edwards fella got suspicious. Oh, he did, huh? Oh, yeah. You never ought to give Shorty that gold braid and told him to sew it on the extra stripes himself. Yeah, well, why should that have made Mr. Edwards suspicious? Why? Shorty had three more stripes on his sleeve than Admiral Nimitz. <laughs> to be with us next Friday evening at this same time when the makers of Rinso will again present the Emerson Andy Show. Our show is broadcast to our fighting men all over the world through the facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service. This is Harlow Wilcox saying good night to all of you from all of us. I hope you enjoyed this latest Geezer Gus Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often and make sure to subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, Scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit geezergus.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. I really want to say a special thank you to all of the Patreon supporters for helping to keep Geezer Gus Presents online. Your support is truly appreciated. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now.